The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Alrighty, what is going on, everybody? My name is Josh. Welcome to the Barca Blogrounders podcast. I hope you all are having a a good week in whatever circumstances you find yourself in. For those of you that are um, that aren't able to work from home and um, are a part of the essential workforce wherever in the world you might be, thank you for continuing to serve. Um, I hope that your company is taking care of you um, and you are staying healthy. Um, Barcelona had a pretty, uh, I, I guess, in terms of 2019-2020 standards, an actual normal week this week. Uh, there was chaos. Um, six directors resigned. Uh, I'm going to butcher half of these names, but let's just go for it. So the vice presidents, Amelie Rizad and Enrique Tombas, have both quit, as well as four directors, uh, Silvio Elias, Joseph Ponce, Jordi Calza. Migala and Maria Texiodor, according to multiple reports. Um, there was a letter published in a newspaper in Spain that was sent to um, our lovely Barcelona president uh, explaining their reasons for quitting. Uh, it was signed by all six of them. It said, quote, We hereby want to communicate that the directors below signatures have transferred to presidents our decision to irrevocably resign from our status as FC Barcelona executives. We have reached this point by not being able to reverse the criteria and forms of management of the club in the face of the important challenges of the future, and in particular from the new post-pandemic scenario. We must highlight our dis- disillusion over the unfortunate social media episode known as Barcegate, of which we found out through the press. Through the press, excuse me. Um, so this kind of goes into a bit of a deeper story with Rosand. He um, he had an interview with Marsa where he said he felt betrayed by the presidents. Um, basically, he he said that he was sad. Um, he wasn't really expected. Um, he feels betrayed. Uh, he doesn't feel like the reasons that were given. Um, by the club itself were um, were particularly truthful. Um, he also went on to talk about how... Uh, so he was interviewed with RIC1 talking about how um, he felt like someone had a hand in the club funds. He said, quote, seriously, I think so. Who was it? I don't think it was someone from the board. I don't know who it was, but I can speculate. When you pay a, a million euro for someone for something worth 100,000 euros, that could bring benefits to someone inside or outside the club. I don't think it's someone on the board, but if there's a discrepancy, then it means someone is benefiting in an illicit way. With social media gate, we have three problems. The first is understanding whether the social media networks are being used to destroy others' reputations. I don't think that that is the case. Secondly, 
is the 3 million euro paid for these services market price. And third, it's unquestionable that the payments have been made in stages to circumvent the board. The issue is the fragmentation of the invoices. After the audit, we couldn't look the other way. The president's offer to step down came when the report was about to drop. It's suspicious. The president knows what he puts in the audit, and that's one of the factors that concerns us. Barcelona, of course, came out to officially um, deny that anything like this had happened. Uh, Let me find the exact quote here. The reorganization of the board of directors is an attempt to face the challenge of the final phase of the mandate in the best possible way, with the objective being the implementation of the necessary measures to prepare for the club's future. Um, The other quote says, quote, in the light of the serious and unfounded accusations made this morning by Mr. Emily Rosand, ex-institutional vice president at the club, in different interviews with the media, Barcelona categorically denies any activity that could be described as corruption, therefore reserves the right to any legal action that may correspond. So unfortunately, that it appears like this issue might be headed to court, and we're going to have to continue to... <sighs> Again, this is like a legally this is a touchy subject so you can't speculate too much i would say that this is a pretty interesting way to leave uh your job uh to resign and then say that someone has their hand in the money say it wasn't someone on the board of directors and i we can only assume who he's hinting at uh it's weird it's concerning it is especially concerning in light of the touchy financial situations that Barcelona are going to find themselves in the rest of this year with COVID-19 drastically affecting the economic situations that football clubs are finding themselves in. Barcelona are not exempt from that, as we've seen with the players taking pay cuts, executives taking pay cuts and that kind of thing. Uh, this is especially concerning um, given the timing, like I said, and it's also right before the transfer window is going to start when Barcelona are rumored to be interested in Latour Martinez and Neymar. Um, they're also, you know, I mean, buying and selling players just like a usual summer transfer window. And now we have to be concerned about um, the possibility that there are some touchy financial subjects, touchy financial decisions being made behind the scenes from those in power. Um, so just... A pretty crappy week for uh, Barcelona executives, um, for the club as a whole. It's embarrassing. Um, This is yet another stain on the reputation of the club this year. Um, If you thought social media gate, the Barca gate thing was kind of the bottom of the barrel. If if it comes to light, if there's further evidence or if there's any, because again, he didn't present any evidence. If there's evidence that there have been financial uh, miss, some misguided financial decisions behind the scenes at Barcelona, that um, it's not going to be good. Uh, That's really, that that was kind of the main club news. Um, I think one of the interesting things to look at in the next few weeks is how the Philippe Coutinho transfer stuff goes. I know Tottenham and Chelsea are both interested. I've been rumored to be interested in uh, in Coutinho, so it'll be fascinating to see how that stuff develops and uh, what Barcelona are able to get for him. Uh, so Vidal apparently rejected a China rumor as well. Um, there's rumors that uh, Inser and Juventus are both slightly interested in Dembele, although that hasn't really been substantiated that well. And yeah, that's that's, that's kind of all I got for uh, for specific Barcelona news. Um, this was a very light week for 
for news besides the board of directors stuff. And again, there's not much to really talk about when it comes to that story because a lot of it's just like, yeah, six highly regarded, um, I shouldn't say highly regarded, uh, six executives resigned from the club and then kind of threw shade on their way out. And there is now potential legal action taking place against one of those people because he uh, had some interesting quotes um, in the media. Um, so this is a really short one and I, I, I couldn't think of anything else to do afterwards. Like I didn't want to, didn't want to talk about, we've already, I think we've already done movies, TV shows. We've gone through a lot of different things. We're struggling here. Uh, so I did have, um, before we get to my recommendation, recommendation of the week, uh, I am an engineer by trade an IT engineer. That is my real job. This is my fun job. So I have some unwanted IT advice because all of you, for those of you who work in uh, corporate settings or you don't and you have that person in your life who always gives you unneeded advice, I thought this would be a good time for some unneeded IT advice. Uh, this is a great time if you haven't re, um, to reset your Wi-Fi password on your home router. Uh, it's a lovely time for internet trolls who are home and bored to um, try to brute force their way into your internet. So make sure that your home router is set to a good password. Uh, the default ones that companies give you, I would also change it from that because those are a little ridiculous and you should change it periodically anyways. Even I struggle to follow that advice. Uh, you should turn on a password for all of your Zoom meetings. So for those of you who haven't been following the news, Zoom has been under a bit of pressure because they are the probably, I think WebEx technically has more active accounts, but they are the most popular consumer besides FaceTime, the consumer meeting application and they're being used for, you know, yoga classes, weddings, all sorts of crazy stuff is being done over Zoom. And by default, Zoom doesn't have a password. I think they might've changed that this week, but make sure you set a password on your Zoom meeting so you don't get Zoom bombed and have people join your meeting through a random link or a random meeting ID and putting horrible things in your meeting. Uh, the third one is use two-factor authentication. So uh, it's annoying. People hate it. Text message is kind of the second option, but the first best option that I find is um, an authenticator app. So whether it's Google Authenticator or Authy is my preferred one. Um, use two-factor authentication with stuff. Don't get hacked. Don't... Uh, don't increase the stress in a time like this. So just be safe. So th those are my three unwanted IT advice. <laughs> Listen, I'm really running out of ideas here. Um, and then my recommendation for the week is a bit of an odd one. Uh, some of you are probably going to find this ridiculous, but for me, I love it. It's uh, the Call of Duty League returns this weekend. Um, Esports is a passion of mine. Uh, in the time of no sports happening, this has been kind of a... Um, I've... You know, I think the Call of Duty League in particular has been of interest to me, but esports in general has kind of had an increase in popularity in this time uh, because guess what you can do when everyone's stuck at home is you can still hold tournaments and you can still um, have some competitive online gaming. So the Call of Duty League returns this weekend, but in particular, if you're bored, um, esports has kind of, it's it's been around obviously, but if you haven't checked it out before, this is a good time to uh, to be able to watch some sort of competition, even though you know our main form of competition that we all enjoy in football is currently suspended. Um, it doesn't seem like we're going to get any kind of return for normalcy when it comes to sports anytime soon. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because it's, um, there's a lot of like unfounded, 
opinions and perspectives on how and when sports could return in what capacity could return. I don't think any of us know. And I think it's okay to admit that we don't know when things will return to normal for sports or our lives. So, um, I think it's, I think it is a good idea to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable and not knowing the future. Um, particularly when it comes to sports, obviously life is, that's a whole different thing to tackle. But uh, when it comes to when our sports are going to return, that's uh, it's a bit unsure. So be safe, be smart. Um, going to try to return next week with another podcast, come up with something a little bit different to talk about. Hopefully we have some more news. Maybe some good news would be nice. Hopefully there's no more <laughs> corruption or people resigning. And yeah, that's all I got. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks.